This episode of the Lead Machine Growth Show is brought to you by Lead Machine, the step-by-step tech-easy system for getting leads online. Are you struggling to get leads from your lead magnet? Are you tired of seeing low conversion rates and losing potential customers? It's time to revive your lead magnet and start attracting more leads. Download our free report, 10 Deadly Lead Magnet Mistakes That Are Costing You Leads, and learn how to create a high-converting lead magnet that engages your audience and drives conversions. Don't let common mistakes hold you back any longer. Revive your lead magnet today and download your free report at www.getleadmachine.com forward slash deadly. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where you will discover how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Paul Guyen, the mastermind behind the Lead Machine, introduces you to trailblazers who inspire you to implement life-changing solutions and systems you can model to nurture your leads and get your offers seen by your ideal clients who will invest in themselves and you. Be sure you visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in and get ready to transform your vision into reality. Hello, Paul Guyan here. I'm the Lead Machine Coach, the host and creator of the Lead Machine Growth Show, the Lead Machine Coaching and Mastermind Group, and the international best-selling contributing author of Journeys to Success, Volume 2, and the Food to the Rescue Cookbook. Welcome to the show, and thank you for tuning in. Today, we have a very special guest, my friend, Kristen Maxwell. And our episode is called, in this episode, we'll learn about the mindset of marketing, how to overcome imposter syndrome and build confidence, and what might be holding you back from your potential and stopping you from unleashing that potential. This is a very important episode because before you can tackle your tech, master your message, or design your dream, you have to address the elephant in the room. Do you have the confidence, support, and vision to overcome your fear of not being good enough or visible in whatever might be stunting your full potential? So let me just tell you how I first met Kristen. Uh, It was at Lena Vincent's High Profit Program event, uh, which I was fortunate enough to meet her. She gave an insightful and motivating uh, session to kind of set the tone for the event. And uh, when she did that, I went, wow, that was really cool. And uh, what was, it was inspiring. But what what astonished me and honored me was during that program, I came up with the idea of the lead machine. And she was one of the first to give feedback on it and said, wow, that could be, that could be more, more than one program. And I thought, should I second guess myself? No, I'm not second guessing, guessing myself. Um, but what was even more honor, what's an honor was she joined my program. And then we went on a journey together and building amazing lead machines. And she was one of the first to put a lead machine together. And she got 422, I think the number was, email subscribers in just a few days, which was great for the first time out. Wow, that was, that was amazing. And so she's off. She's off and running. So, uh, and we've been friends and colleagues and uh, uh, ever since then, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me tell you a little bit about Christian. Kristen, 
After working with hundreds of entrepreneurs, Christian Maxwell knows the blocks that prevent entrepreneurs from making offers and confidently marketing their businesses and services. Christian is the creator of Get Out of Your Way, an Into Action program, which guides business owners to let go of self-doubt, procrastination, overwhelm, and self-sabotage so they can finally take consistent, confident action to market their businesses and grow their income. Kristen is also the host of the podcast, Your Superpowered Mind, part of the Superpower Up channel, which is amazingly rated in the top one and a half percent of all podcasts globally, which is a great accomplishment. Uh, do insecurity and self-doubt hold you back from con confidently marketing your business? Or instead of posting on Facebook, making offers or sending emails, do you instead procrastinate, go into overwhelm and get stuck in busy work that doesn't get you clients? I know I know, I do that. I do. And I have uh, until now. If this is you, what the heck is going on? Get clarity around some of the why some entrepreneurs resist marketing and why they get stuck sometimes for months or years or decades in patterns of procrastination, perfectionism, even self-sabotage when it comes to marketing their business and being visible out there. Really sticking your neck out there. So what, what can entrepreneurs finally do to let go of self-doubt that leaves them reluctant to make offers, talk about the value of their services and charge, most importantly, charge what they're worth? I'm not sure I know all the answers to that, but I know my friend Kristen does. So Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. So it's a it's coming. a pleasure to be here. And you know, I to have known you and to have had your assistance and then also to get to talk to you in this format. It's fun. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So how did you reach this point in your career helping entrepreneurs get? You must have had some personal experience being stuck, motivating. I mean, most people do that. Most people who can overcome something can teach about that. So how did you get to this motivating people worldwide to strive for their ultimate potential? Yes. And it is, this is what you mentioned is so true. We always, almost always teach what we most need to learn ourselves. <laughs> And a lot of people get pretty insecure about that because they're like, how can I help people when this is what I've had? So, but yes, yeah. I, um, I was a litigation attorney for many, many, many years um, and then stopped to raise children, three daughters. And then when I went back ready to work, said, I really want to be a coach. And mm -hmm. I trained I got some great training and I then even joined mastermind that was extremely, it was tens of thousands of dollars. Cause I thought, okay, I'm not marketing myself, but this will force me to do it. And I joined the mastermind and I still worked on everything except letting people know what I was doing telling them um, how I could help them, inviting them to work with me. Or when I did, I either did it for free or for very little money. And this yeah. went on for ages. So I don't know how long you want for the story, but I eventually kept saying, this doesn't make sense. I am a confident person. I know what I'm doing. 
you know, why can't I do this? And so I just really dug deep into all the layers of what gets in the way of people really coming forward as their most empowered self. And a lot of times when you are in the entrepreneurial space, it doesn't make sense because you've been, you know, you may have been out it forward. You know, I argued in court for weeks uh, at yeah. a time and I couldn't go and do a Facebook live. And so then I also, I really went deep in that. And then I started to work with Alina and a couple other people, mastermind people who said, wait, people are paying me money and they're still not taking action. Yeah. So we need somebody like you who can help get them through these blocks. And that's what I've been doing for several years. Um, and I love it. It is, I love nothing more than helping people who are so frustrated and so ready to give up on themselves because they can't market, learn to step forward and really start letting people know about what they're doing. Yeah. You know, some, so often we, when we do decide that we want to be an entrepreneur, we, we forget that we have all this vast experience giving presentations. I've been in the, I've been in the boardroom of Merck, Pfizer, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, uh, and so on and so forth, working with their high level executives, supporting our sales team and in, in representing the company with IT and marketing and all of those things, uh, operations. And uh, you have to bring that with you. You you can't leave that behind. I learned that from Alina Vincent. She, she had the same problem. She 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 struck out to be a coach, and uh, she didn't bring all that vast experience that she had in training and education. And when she realized that, you know, it it propelled her. And she and she, I don't think she was she was ever afraid. But maybe maybe everyone has fear, but she turned her fear into power, and and that's what I think we're here to do today is to change that around. I heard that from, from one of my guests, Brad Zalas. Uh, he suggested that you turn your fear into power. Now, how do we, how do we go about doing that? So do you have any ideas on how, have any thoughts on that and how, how one can take those fears and, and internalize them and, and, and break, break through those, those bonds? Yes. And, you know, I almost want to back up a little bit because there's a lot of times you know, people, when they're starting on the entrepreneurial journey, they, they know what they're doing, that what they're actually selling. They're like, I know I'm good at this. Yeah. And at the same time, there might be a piece of them that's like, but can I actually give the results that I'm promising? Mm -hmm. You know, and I know this is what people charge, but can I really ask for that much money? right? I'm going to make people uncomfortable by asking for that much money, you know, or who is it? Who is it that I, that I think I am? And so the first part in recognizing if you're being held back, you know, if you're somebody who like week after week says, okay, I'm going to post on Facebook, I'm going to make offers, I'm going to put out a challenge, I'm going to do all this. And you say, I'm going to do it. And then it doesn't happen. And then you're like, okay, next week, I'm going to do it. 
It's to recognize if you're doing in the, you're in this kind of behavior, you've got some fears inside of you yeah, that are inconsistent with showing up as the visible, um, tooting your own horn, essentially person you need to be. So really mm-hmm. the first step is to just recognize that that fear is there. Yeah. And so how do you, how do you address it once you do? And how, how do you be true to yourself? I mean, sometimes we're afraid to even face it. And so what do you suggest there? Uh, sometimes we don't even know that we have a fear. We don't, we, we, we don't recognize it. So how do we uncover that? Well, you've got a good answer for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's first of all, I w- want you to think about, I think we, everybody who's listening knows somebody or can think of somebody who is an amazing marketer who shows up, you know, maybe at a networking meeting or um, online or in emails and they show up repeatedly again and again. And when they say, hey, you should buy, you should hire me to help you with this, you can feel their energy coming off them. You feel their confidence Mm -hmm. and they show up again and again and again with that just really embodied power of, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And really, if you're not doing that, you've got some fears. Literally, I mean, that is what, what is going on. And so what you first want to do is say, what am I afraid of? You know, what am I making this situation mean? And often when you, you start to, if you can step back and you say, well, if I tell people about this, they're going to judge me. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. you start to, you need to ask yourself the question, what am I going to make this mean? And you often find that people say, well, if I step forward and say, I can do this, people are, might say, who do you think you are? You know, prove it. Can you really do this? Or do you, how can you think that you're worth that much? And it's not likable to say that you're awesome right? It's not likable. And there's so, so when you can start to recognize what is the flavor of the um, self-talk that's going on in the background, you can start to deal with it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I'm just wondering um, how, do you need a coach to do that or a therapist or are there some exercises that you can do or what about yeah, that? well, you know what? There are, um, do you need one? It always helps because yeah. we all have blind spots. And, you know, and we can talk about this a little bit later, but when um, when you have these fears, they are from the past. They are from something that happened to you. It literally could have been something as small as, you know, I mean, this is, here's an exercise. I want you to imagine that you are a small child and you get up on a coffee table in front of your parents and 
sisters and brothers and your neighbors and your teachers and say you're five and you get up on that table and you say, look at me, everybody. I am amazing. (laughs) I am so amazing. You need to listen to me. You need to look at me. And imagine how are the people around you reacting? What kinds of things is your brain painting that they're going to say to you? And maybe you're lucky and you've got a parent who's like, yay, you go, yay. (laughs) But chances are we all have something we've learned. Don't brag. You know, don't, it's not likable to brag. It's not likable demand attention. It's not okay. And we internalize that at such a deep level that yes, we need to do something to move it through our body. Yeah. When I was in second grade, well, you know, I'm a drummer and a Mm -hmm. singer. Well, I wasn't always a singer, but when I was in second grade, it was Christmas time and, and we had a drum and I played the little drummer boy. And so my classmates and I went around to all the, it was a Catholic school. We went around to each classroom and we sang. Um, they told me, pum, 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 pum. And of course I wasn't singing it because I was playing the drum. Well, we got to the eighth grade class and this is where my brother Greg, his class, he was in eighth grade. I was in second grade. And um, we, we did our spiel and did the pum, 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 pum. And the, the nun the teacher, Mr. Guyon, how come you're not singing? Well, I'm playing the drum. She goes, well, let's hear you sing it. And uh-huh. I squeaked it out. And I was humiliated. And, and, the, and the teacher, I, I should sue the Catholic Church. No, the teacher had the classroom clap on their thumbnails for the appropriate applause for my performance. I was was devastated. And, you know, it took me a long time to be able to sing in public again. I've been drumming ever since because you can't can't hold me back from doing that. That's part of my soul. Uh, But it wasn't until I was an adult that I was able to sing in front of people. And now I do it all the time. But it took me a long time to get, get over that. Fast forward to 2014, and I was preparing for a Christmas party, and I came across that song. And I was putting together songs for us to sing at the party. And I sang the song, and I started to cry. And I'm, you know, in my 50s. And I look back at that. That experience has controlled my life for all this time. And... And so I boldly went and sang it. In fact, my step, my two stepdaughters and I, the last two Christmases in a row, have sang that song in church as a prelude. And I don't cry anymore. I'm proud to do it and deliver it proudly. But those deep-seated things, like you just said, those things from childhood, um, they can have a profound effect on your performance today. And maybe just being, being, Get off that table when you're standing on the coffee table. That might have been enough to say, ooh, I don't want to be visible because I'm going to get I'm going to get shut down. 
Exactly. So we have to we have to face those fears, and sometimes we need help doing it. For me, it was music. It was music that helped me get over it. Yeah, and I think willpower. Yeah, well, and so that's super interesting because what I was just going to say is <laughs> one of the mistakes that I see on you know people doing all the time is they're they know they're not taking action the way they want to be, the way they need to be really to build their business. You have to go out there and you yeah. have to get clients. You do. And they're not doing it. And what they often think is, oh, I just need more strategy. I don't, I just don't know what to say. I just mm -hmm. need to have people tell me what to say. And so they will invest in thousands of dollars worth of strategy and coaching and still not move forward powerfully. You know, what I, what I see people, you know, they'll put something out, you know, they'll psych themselves up, you know, and put something out. And then what people often do then is they collapse again. It's like, it was almost like I used up all my willpower putting that out. And now I need to go and re, you know, get my willpower up again. And it can take weeks or months. And so for some people, yes, willpower works. If they, you give them exactly the words to say, they will go do it. But for some people... It, that's not going to be enough because what happens, you can willpower your way out, but as soon as you get um, so something goes wrong, as soon as you don't get the results you want, as soon as you're disappointed, you're going to go back to the way that your subconscious is controlling you and you will yeah. shut down again. So willpower often doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I, one of my uh, turbocharged mastermind clients um, just the other day um, put on like back to back a, a masterclass and a um, a fourteen day program that um, and she wasn't getting the results that she wanted and you could tell she was deflated and she had she was facing no signups and fourteen days of who's going to be in the class and. Um, you know, she was, you could tell she was deflated. And, and fortunately, we have a, a group of people that help build us up. And I think having a group of support, having that support is super, super important, especially if you've, if you've got people who are saying, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't launch a podcast or you can't, you can't be a singer. You can't do this. If you've got influences like that around you, you have to cure that you have to improve your environment i think uh and get around people who are successful and who build you up and who uh you know who encourage you and who help you who give you some guidance you what are your thoughts on that so and again i agree and it, it's so important um but often what i do see and the partly why i'm saying this and i'm pushing back on this is not because you're wrong but i want to normalize this for people it's really uh -huh. normal to feel yeah. insecure. It's really normal to doubt yourself, even, mm -hmm. even as you're putting, because this entrepreneurial journey, it is going to 
push your buttons. It is requiring you to become a different person. It really is. It's requiring you to do that. And so, but then what I sometimes see with people is they get around people who are supportive and who tell them, oh my gosh, that was great. You're so amazing. That was really great. And they mean it. And you feel good for like five minutes. Yeah. And you go back into, oh, but maybe they didn't really mean it. Because it's like, again, it's a survival mechanism to hold on. It's like what Teflon for the negative thoughts and, uh, you know, <laughs> something really slippery for the the good thoughts. So even people telling you that is not enough. It's got to come from inside. But yes, yeah, sometimes just enough of the reframing of, oh, okay. So it's not that nobody showed up because I'm bad or I'm not good, or they didn't sign up because I'm good, but maybe I'm still in the process of learning what I need to say. You know, the words that are going to attract people. Maybe I'm still in the process of there's a part of me and my energy and my confidence that needs to be built up a little bit more to hold the container for this kind of work. Mm-hmm. You know, so those kinds of things work. But I also think a lot of this fear is in our nervous system. So we do want to process it. And yeah, we're sort of- yeah, instead of instead of like masking it, you have to I learned this from from Christian Michelson. Um, and I forget the author. It's called feel the feeling. And mm-hmm. so you 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 have this emotion that are associated with this fear or with this trauma that you had. And if you let that live and you send it some love and you just, you just acknowledge it, sometimes you can, you can get go with it. I know there are other techniques that, that are, um, that are useful for that, like tapping, for instance. Yes. Yes. And that's what I, um, I, I use a lot of tapping with people. And the reason I do is because, and I sort of said this before, our our subconscious is what is 90% of the time driving us. And we can say, yeah, I'm super smart and I know what I'm doing. But if your brain's saying, you know, who do you think you are? It's not safe to put it. That's what's going to, that is what is going to rule you. And so what I have found is to be super effective and actually changing all of this around is to use tapping because what it does is every time you think, oh, if I post on Facebook, I'm going to be attacked. You know, you don't really consciously think that your body goes into fight or flight. Yeah. Every time you say, oh, I need to, um, you know, tell them my price or stand up, your body goes into fight, flight or freeze. And so what happens when we use tapping, which is EFT, and there's, um, you know, different ways to do it, is it is shutting down the electrical connections between that thought and your body's fight or flight reaction. So what's happening is you can then have that thought of, oh, my gosh, people are, what if they doubt me? What if they don't like me? You know, what if? you know, they end up rejecting me and it, you, you can tap and it breaks your body's reaction so that you can sit there and make different connections that your brain has never been able to make, you know, Uh something like, well, 
okay, so maybe not everybody's going to like it, but the, my correct people will like it. The people who are my ideal clients will like it. Or maybe it's just a fact that I'm not saying it right. But the thing that's happening is you can feel that viscerally in your body instead of just at a thought level. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? That does make sense. And, and I've used tapping before. Um, where will you learn more? Where could, where could our listeners learn more of that? Or, or can we demonstrate that maybe? Would you, you think that would be appropriate in this, in this forum here? We, we could potentially. I'm not sure. Um, one thing I do have, and maybe we could, but I also I want to mention that one of the things I'm offering to your listeners oh, is a right, workshop man. that I have done on doubt, on imposter syndrome. So many people say, I feel like an, I'm an imposter. And oh, so okay. I have done an actual whole workshop, tapping workshop to address some of that doubt that comes up for so, so many entrepreneurs. That would be perfect. So let's do that. Let's keep continuing then. Um, we talked a little bit about mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making. Uh, do you have more to say about that, about uh, these patterns of pa uh, procrastination, perfectionism, and, and self-doubt? Yeah, well, it, it's just, I see that the entrepreneurs are, they're pushing themselves. They're working, 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 you know, often in the back. You know, they're setting yeah. up their website. I mean, of course, you need to do all this. They're, um, right. you know, they're creating their programs. They're learning, but they're not putting yeah. themselves out there, which really, really does move the needle. Um, and, but what happens is people often go into, then there's something wrong with me. What's wrong with me? You know, mm. they start beating themselves up. And one thing I would invite everybody listening, if this is, you know, if you're not doing what you should be doing, and I put that in quotes, um, yeah. see if you can have a little bit of compassion for yourself. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with you. If you can say, you know what, I'm scared. And actually what you'd even mentioned is, you know, as people are going along and if they find they're not doing that and you're like, I was going to post on Facebook and again, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm so bad. Notice, you know, again, they're so, they've learned so much about how much of our emotions, our energy in our body. Feel where that fear is, feel where that frustration is in your body. What is the sensation? And if you can, rather than going on this full diatribe against yourself about what's wrong with you and how you're going to do it differently and all of that, just take a few moments to feel that emotion and sensation inside your body. There it is. Oh, I'm scared. There's a piece of me that's scared. And no, it doesn't make sense to the rest of me. You know, it's like 98% of me knows what I should be doing, but 2% mm -hmm. and that piece is really scared and it's screaming. Yeah. And I'm going to feel it. And when you do that, and sometimes I, I suggest that people tap one leg, you know, one hand on one, you know, one knee, the other hand on the other knee, because what you're doing is you're then bringing in both sides of the brain 
for processing uh -huh. that emotion. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It helps and to you cover, process you cover that. that exercise in, in your workshop. I do. That, I do. I remember I was in that workshop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. So what kind of shifts do you think people need to make doing this kind of work? Well, what, what, how, do, how do they get re results with that? Well, the, the kinds of things that happen is you start to recognize at, again, not somebody telling you it, because somebody can tell you something and you'll be like, oh yeah, so I was scared when I was four. But until you can really connect with that little tiny piece of you, the piece of you that's still four, that was really yeah. <laughs> scared and you feel it and you can say to that piece, you, you know what? You're okay. You know, you are lovable. Yes, people want to hear what you have to say. Yes, you do fit in. And you can say, look at the rest of your life. Look at all the places. When you start making these visceral connections within your nervous system, it's got to be in your nervous system, not just thinking, not just thinking. People then yeah. start being able to really, um, like, it sounds fun to let people know about what they're doing. They start to discover all the ways that they can show up, not from a like, uh, like this desperate, please hire me, please hire me, but from a place of power of, look, I've got something that's really going to help you. And yeah. when this happens, you know, and it doesn't even take necessarily that long. If you do the work, if you actually really put your attention on what are the beliefs and the fears and the emotions in my past that are inconsistent with who I want to be? If you work on that pretty directly, it does not take that long. And then you can right. move forward much more quickly and get much more benefit. I mean, that's why Alina has me there is because yeah. when we can help people move, they get so much more value out of all the strategy. Because they, she says to do it, and they go do it instead of spending three weeks going, mm, I don't know, you know, yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do know. Yeah. Um, when you said move, that really resonates with me because you and I, like you and I have had conversations, private conversations, uh, told you some about some of my fears about being visible and and with my work, with my day job and things like that. And um, it's funny, what happened was one of my friends, Adam Homey, reached out to me about two months ago. And he, he had actually, he had, he had sent an email out and said, had you thought about having, doing a podcast? And 18 months ago, I was on his, I was a guest on his show. Uh, and I said, yeah, maybe. And so he called me. And so now I'm, I'm, ha I have a podcast. So now Yay. I, I took, I took the steps of, okay, for me, taking action makes me feel better. I mean, I've, I've been up since about six o'clock this morning and I've done lots of stuff, editing podcasts. I put new drum heads on my drum set. I've been studying for this. I'm doing my prayers and doing my daily daily work, and um, super super productive because I'm taking action. 
And I th think getting people to move or, you know, moving, just taking, doing something in that direction towards that goal starts to give you some momentum. And mm -hmm. I'm celebrating success. I've already got a paid client from, and I haven't even launched my podcast yet. This episode is going to air next week, uh, along with six other episodes. Uh, that's part of my launch. And Yay. so, and when I went, and we'll tell you about that, but um, you went live on Facebook about a week or so ago, two weeks ago, before you went out, went on vacation. And I said, I have fear, but I'm not afraid. Mm -hmm. And that's why I put, and, and you asked me, I think, I think my question, I was playing with you. I think my, my question or my comment was, was, um, was just stating that I know that I have fears, but I'm not afraid of them. And mm -hmm. I'm taking action. I'm taking action on them in spite of them. And that, that's willpower, I know. But for me, action is, is, is my catalyst. That's what, I, that's what I spent my entire adult life and even before was helping people take action, you know, to tackle their tech, master their message, design their dream. Uh, I've been doing that for over 40 years professionally as an IT professional. Uh, but taking action, even if it's wrong action, if, if it's uh, massive, Im imperfect action, helps helps you build confidence and um you fail faster but you learn from it you know what are your thoughts about that yeah it's so <laughs> interesting see you're somebody who would not need me as much as other people would right yeah. because the problem is when you're stuck when there's something you know when there's really you know who knows it often makes absolutely no sense. They can't take, they can take action. They can build programs. They can learn. They can learn copy. They can, but they're not going to be putting themselves out into the world, which is yeah. what builds a business, which is what yeah. allows a business to survive. So yes, you can take action, but when it's not moving you forward and you know you're at the point where you really could and should be telling people, that's where people then go into this beating themselves up because they know I just need to do a Facebook post. I mean, that's literally, it's like, I can tell you, I mean, I've got client after client. They're like, I, I just <laughs> need to do this. And I know I'm supposed to launch next week and they don't, they won't. Right. Yeah. And then they do, they do because they get the support, but it's, it's, it's working for some people really on what is that fear and let's move through it. Yeah. Well, I think people really need your help. And I know that you, that you've helped a lot of people. I know I was there in that, in that high profit program from uh, Alina Vincent and just reframing and just what you did, just it only was only a couple of minutes, but mm -hmm. it really helped me. And that was the catalyst that started everything for me, because up until that point, that point back, you know, last fall, I could I could do so many different things for so many different people. And it wasn't until I was able to get clear and say, I'm going to solve this one problem that I know these people have. And I was in, a, I was in the right group. 
but I was going to solve one problem and only one problem, and I was going to stick with it until I made it work. Uh, and that was through the help of you and through Alina Vincent and the others in that group. There was a fab fabulous group of support uh, and coaches and whatnot. Katja was there. And um, that was that made all the difference for me. And and I've now I have a program. I've got a mastermind group. I've got a podcast. I've got one on one on fire. And, and I didn't have any of that. It was no. all because of of a mind shift, a mindset shift. Mm -hmm. So can you share an example of an entrepreneur or some people that you've helped overcome this struggle? Because people still struggle with it. And I struggle with it even today. I get, you know, I get down. You know, like, oh, that didn't work the way I wanted it to, you know, but but I'm driven enough and I've got the support I need. But uh, but not everybody has that. But you you've helped some people. Can you give an example of someone you've helped and, and overcome this and, and how how they're doing today? Yeah. You know, there's just. Um, you know, I love you think of just one person, but, you know, somebody who really successful in the corporate career and then switched into wanting to be a coach, super smart, very capable. Um, and, you know, joined a mastermind, you know, I've worked with a couple other people too, with other coaches and then was scared, you know, just, would not post, would not, you know, or would put one little thing out and then nobody would respond. Mm. And then was like, I just won't, you know, and it doesn't make sense. I mean, that's what, you know, like, I just don't do it. I don't know why. And so we, we worked on, you know, really getting through what were some, you know, even events from that, where she'd put herself out and been flattened you know, where yeah. the kind of like what you had had, you know, clearing yeah. the energy around some of that, you know, really um, some beliefs about um, visibility and what it means to be visible, you know, and what it feels. And then she started to put things out and, you know, inviting people to work with her and started to really get clients and you know she is still moving forward it's like it cleared and then you can go oh now I've done it now I can see that I'm doing it. when you really start to get to that point where you're ready to take action then doing it does start to build your confidence yeah so what what do you think was the shift that that was that worked for her hmm. was there one shift maybe a lot of little ones maybe I, it's a lot of little shifts. It's really, it's, it's partly, I mean, honestly, if you, people don't quite really realize that their body, the fight or flight and freeze is real. So, yeah. you know, when you're telling your body, go stand in front of who knows how many people and speak and tell them they're great. And if you're great and that they should pay you money the body shuts down. And if in your past, it was not safe for you to 
say what you want. And for some people, it really actually wasn't safe. For other people, it was just, oh, now people don't like me. You will not do it. And so it was really um, getting, moving through that, that, um, you know, it's the, some of the fear around the past of, of what was happening and really starting to connect in your brain that that's not me anymore. That is not me anymore. I am actually safe. Look at through my whole life, all of these places where I have been safe when I've stepped forward. So I think that was probably in her case, the biggest one. Yeah. Now I have one or two more questions for you. Do you mind if we, do you have time? Can no, we, go ahead. Can we do that? Yep. Okay. Thank you. As entrepreneurs continue to face challenges and obstacles in their businesses, what advice can you give them to stay motivated and focused on those goals? I think one of the things, and this is kind of a more of a mindset thing, is mm-hmm. is stepping back, you know, out of the day-to-day, I got to get this done and get this done, and really just touch base with who do you want to be? Who are you as the successful entrepreneur? Who is the person? You know, what do you look like? What kinds yeah. of things are you thinking to yourself? You know, what kinds of things are you um, saying? And that, and just sometimes like, oh, this is who I want to be. This is what I'm going for. Helps to recenter. I'm like, okay, yep, I can go for it. Did that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. You you have to know where you're going. Uh because if you don't, anywhere will will do. Right. And not only do you have to know, I, I not just what does it look like, like, oh, I have this many clients and I'm making this much money and I'm doing this. I want you to think about what are you saying in your day-to-day life? Like, oh my gosh, I am so fortunate that I get to work with people and make the difference in the life. And whoa, look, I've got money in my bank account and I'm going to go on a trip, you know, and how are you going to feel? Well, proud, you know, it's really getting in, you know, you've got what it looks like and what it feels like to live it because then your body's, your, your brain goes, oh, I can do that. I can go towards that. Yeah. And you said something you said, um, brings up the word gratitude being Mm. grateful for the for the things you have you know you you have to be happy with with who you are now uh i know that you want to be this but i always tell uh advise my clients to celebrate little successes along the way so so they know where they're they know where they're going but they celebrate today that they posted that facebook they they recorded that one video they went live on facebook they they set up a new facebook group that they invited their friends to you know just taking those little successes it 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 takes you just that little bit closer to your goal but the more you are grateful for those things it 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 releases endorphins in your brain and those chemical reactions make you feel good and it they can snowball 
So gratitude, I think, is also super important, don't you? Yeah, it. I want to second that. And it's, you know, what people do, again, they go into beating themselves up and like, they look at where they're not yet, instead yeah. of saying, oh my gosh, look how far I've come. Look at how, look at yeah. the steps that I have made to move myself forward. And, you know, we tell our kids that, look how far you've come. You know, whatever mm. happened to that? We we lose that in a sense you know when we when we get get jaded by the world but having that having gratitude is is super important in my life and i i can tell it is in yours as well mm-hmm. um i do have one more question for you and then we're going to wrap up okay so what are three things our listeners can do right away to put these ideas into action yes and so well first of all I mean, if you sort of recognize yourself in some of what I've been talking about, mm-hmm. my first item is be kind to yourself hmm. as much as you can. If you're saying, yeah, I really do feel stuck and I just don't know why, you know, instead of going into the what's wrong with you, just recognize, yeah, okay, so I've got something I have to learn. I have something that, you know, that I is part of my journey, you know, just recognize this is part of it. I'm wanting to become somebody different, not, not really different, but you know what I mean? I'm wanting to be a bigger, yeah, more visible person. And, and that's going to be uncomfortable. So be, do that. And uh-huh. the other one I am going to say is find somebody to help you to deal with these beliefs. If you are really fine, are one of these people who's stuck. It can go on for years. Yeah. Unless you deal with it. Find somebody who knows how to help you um, deal not just with an affirmation willpower, but from getting it in your nervous system to help you process it and let some of it go. And then the third one is what I was just saying is if you find yourself also getting stuck or not doing something, Notice what the emotion is. Notice what Mm -hmm. the sensation is in your body and recognize, label it. Because even just when you can say, oh, I'm scared right there. You're just accepting, oh, I'm scared. And then you know what to do if you're scared. Okay, I'll be nice to myself. Okay, maybe I'm going to do it a little bit differently. And just right there, just accepting instead of fighting against it. You know, it's fighting against why am I doing this and I shouldn't be doing this. It's like, okay. Yeah. You know what to do and you will know what to do. Step back. Yeah. And get that. And I think when you, when you do get, when you do get stuck like that and you, it's absolutely essential because especially men, you know, we, we tend to, you know, we have a death in the family or something goes, we, we lose a job, you know, we suppress that. We don't, we're afraid to show our emotions. We're afraid to, to let our emotions live. And that's really super good advice, especially for, for men. Women are more, are, I think, and I've worked with a lot of women and men uh, in, in my 40 plus years in IT, teaching people how to have success with computers. Uh, they are much women are more open to asking for help than men are and in some ways i prefer working with women because of that because 
there's not that that ego thing that gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'd recommend everybody to just, you know, let that feeling uh, live, acknowledge it, like you say, give it some love, accept it, and talk to your talk to your mate about it. Talk to your spouse or to your support, your best friend, your the, the person that you go that you that you trust at work, someone who you trust, uh, or or uh, someone like you reach out to you and uh, work work through that uh, because there's so much potential in all of us. We have these messages to, and we, we can change the world uh, one, one person, one success at a time. So uh, just, we need to move forward. Don't we? We do. We, we do. And really, I mean, I'm going to just say this part of what I love about this work is it's not, it's not just that you start to feel more confident in your work and it's, it's something that transcends your whole life. It's the fears and the anxiety you've had your whole life. And, you know, some of the issues with relationships and, you know, feeling like you never fit in or not good enough or that it, it really starts to help you become just a stronger, more powerful, happy person in all areas. Right. And we all want that. We (laughs) all do. Great. Well, yeah. So do you have anything else to say? Parting words for our audience? No, I think that's about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. But I do recommend that they go check out the Overcome Imposter Syndrome um, Workshop if they want to see what it's like, you know, what kind of some of this work is like to to have the beliefs. It's not super scary. It's not scary. You don't get stuck in emotion. It's really oh yeah, just get, identifying it and then processing it and just to see what it feels like. Um, love to oh, invite mind, people to really try if, it. Do you mind if I tell people about what it's, what's included? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Please do. So release self-doubt, self-sabotage and stop it. In its tracks, start marketing. Discover and release hidden roots of self-doubt that stop you from owning your value, changing your worth, and prevent you from confidently marketing your services. In the Overcome Imposter Syndrome Workshop, you will discover hidden blocks and subconscious beliefs that keep you stuck around marketing your business, no matter how confident you feel in the rest of your life. And I agree with this because I've been in this workshop. Release and clear the roots of self-doubt that lead to procrastination, overwhelm, self-sabotage, and an inexplicable re- resistance to marketing, that that hesitation you were talking about, and then begin to tap into confidence, motivation, and drive into marketing uh, your business enthusiastically and, and increase your income. And there's a great, um, she does a, a tapping demonstration in there where you can actually experience the tapping. And uh, you can go to uh, www.kristenmaxwell.com slash overcome dash imposter dash syndrome. And again, that's www.kristenmaxwell.com slash overcome dash imposter dash syndrome. And remember, faith and action go hand in hand. So put the pedal to the metal. Until next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show, I'm Paul Guyon. So long for now, and thank you, Kristen, for being here. Thank you for tuning in to the Lead Machine Growth Show with Paul Guyon. 
where we show you how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream so that you can transform your vision into reality. Remember to visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show. Thank you.